welcome to the podcast. The podcast. podcast. I'm Ricky Sands. Daniel Hydring. Andy Rivera. The podcast where we talk about podcasting things. Music. Podcasting music. Podcasting church things. Movies. Lots of stuff. And uh, books. And other things. Tune in. As often as we can remember to record these things. The podcast. 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 With Ricky Sands. Daniel Hydrink. Andy Rivera. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, is that the new Pokemon Go? No. I was not Pokemon Going before. Um, we have an addiction. Seriously, you, you can catch a Squirtle in my bathroom. I'm just going to uh, let you know right now. I is that my... the one you caught? Mm-hmm. No, it's his starter. He couldn't catch another Squirtle. So oh, you can't? to start with one. Well, so maybe it's a Ratatouille. R- Ratatouille? You can catch a Ratatouille in I my bathroom. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. In case any of you guys don't know, Ricky's new to this whole Pokemon thing. He never played as a kid. So. My brother would be disappointed. Yeah. Like, super disappointed. All, all of America's would be disappointed. True. Mm-hmm. So, and True. mostly Asia. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Uh, welcome to the podcast, the podcast. You are sitting here with the podcast three, Mr. Daniel Heitbreak, Andy Rivera, and I am Ricky Sands. And speaking of America, I've been waiting to say this for such a long time. He has, he's not lying. But happy belated birthday, America. Um, so it's been a few weeks or a couple weeks thank since you, we've. Thank you, Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, for all that you've done for us. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. So without you, we wouldn't have an Earth. That's actually... That's mm-hmm. very true. Do, do we need to give a moment of silence? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Let's, give a, let's give a Jeff Goldblum minute. All right, guys. All right, awesome. that was good. That was good. That was really good. Good stuff. So, uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, been <laughs> able to <laughs> record uh, an episode here. Andy and I were out of town uh, last week, so... The, the last the last episode that you guys heard was, was the uh, the double dip the double dip the double <laughs> the dip double. episode where we talked about uh, just music and uh, all the things the Lord has done with uh, music in our lives um, and so today it's kind of a continuation of that what we're gonna like focus on um, but I think before we really get started we're gonna kind of talk about worship um, in general, not worship just as music, but worship as a lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, kind of what that looks like in the lives of three individuals who um, all have different roles, different responsibilities, and, and those types of things. Um, but kind of wanted to just hit on the mission trip that Andy and I went on yeah. and talk about uh, our experience there, what the Lord did. Um, there was amazing it was incredible i th- i think that the first night there we thought we bit off more than we could chew and oh, of course awesome. uh yeah of course god uh proved us wrong again and so yeah, yeah. um so in case some of you don't know we went out to uh kirby missouri um small rural place and uh smack dad in missouri and um called camp barnabas um it's um in in, in a small sentence how would you describe it? Uh, I mean, it's it's a camp, basically for uh, people with everything from developmental mm-hmm. disability to physical disability, some with both, mm-hmm. uh, to go and uh, just have a great time. Um, yeah. 
And so we went on, uh, specifically the week was called uh, Challenge Week, which is, uh, it's set up where um, about 85 to 90% of the campers that came were um, confined to a wheelchair for the most part. Um, and so we, uh, we went on that week in particular because there's a camper from the church from the edge that, uh, that goes there every week. And so we went down there and we were able to serve her um, along with the other campers as you well. You want to do a shout out? Shout out. Shout out to Maddie Morgan. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, and it was it was just awesome to go down there and hang out uh, with Maddie and just kind of see uh, what it is that she's gotten to do uh, all these years mm-hmm. since uh, the Morgans discovered uh, Camp Barnabas. It's it's been uh, it's crazy kind of looking looking back at it the the first night we were all there. It, I thought we were in a in a place where everybody drank the Kool Aid and like it was super happy. Like, yeah. Me being brown, I've never seen so many white people in my entire life smile so big, and it's just like I was like, "Whoa, what is this place? This is like it's Neverland." Smile. Yeah, this is like Neverland Ranch. It's really weird. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. and so, but like hearing um, them talk about training and what we're getting ready to do, you're scared. Like I was completely scared, terrified, and I was just like. Uh, I remember the night before we actually met our campers, I was just like praying hardcore, um, just uh, Lord get me through this, and as if like it was something crazy, like, um, but the the day showed up whenever the campers arrived, and oh my gosh, um, everything disappeared, Um, all anxiety, all worry, all terror just disappeared because they're just human beings, like it's crazy, Um, sure they might be delayed in some sort of fashion, but... (coughs) They are very much there, just like we are, and um, we. I think we've come back with some of the uh, most amazing stories and and some of the funniest stories. I've never seen so much poop in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot to kind of tell about uh, Camp Barnabas. Hitting on the whole happiness thing, mm-hmm. Camp Barnabas literally has like a, a slogan mm-hmm. in as being known as the happiest place on earth. Yeah. Um, and they weren't kidding. Yeah. I mean, it was like, we pulled in and it was like a party. There were people yeah. dancing around the car and like, uh, flailing their arms around. And it was just like, I, I, you couldn't help but Like yeah. as soon as you pulled onto campus, it was like, you had a smile on your face. Yeah. Um, and it was, I mean, literally, you know, kind of hitting on what Andy was talking about and just being scared and those things. Like, I think that once we got to camp, we didn't really we didn't really know what to expect fully, um, but you know within the first few hours like you're learning like you're taking care of people like you are their hands and feet, yeah. um, and so you know we're we're getting ready to start training and and we're we're learning about assisted daily living stuff and they're like oh yeah you're gonna help them shower you're gonna help them go to the bathroom <laughs> you're changing their socks and underwear yeah. like um, you know and like every camper is different. Um, you know, just to hit on kind of like, the, I think there are several lessons that God taught me specifically mm-hmm. um, going to camp. Um, and I actually, like Andy, um, that first night, uh, I was literally in tears, mm-hmm. like in my bunk, praying to God to get me through the week and uh, essentially asking him to take this cup from me because yeah. I didn't think that I could handle it. Ricky's a big baby. I don't know if you <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 
says the guy who also cried all week. Yeah. Um, and so I think the biggest thing, though, I, you know, I wrote in my journal uh, the very first night within the first couple of hours of being there. I laid awake all night in, in bed um, just thinking about this and praying to God for his help. And coming out of it, I feel, I feel very just ignorant, um, yeah. I think. Uh, I wrote in my journal that, you know, if this is where God sovereignly placed me, I was here to take care of the least of these. Um, and I wrote that in my journal, and by Friday I went back and I read through my first prayer, essentially, that I wrote to God. Um, and I realized how sinful um, and just shameful of a mindset I had going into this, thinking that the, the people that we were there to serve were any different than you and I. Um, and just being completely transparent, like, disability, it, it scares me. It makes me nervous. Mm -hmm. It doesn't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but going into it, you know, it, it was just this ignorance to, to the world of disability and, yeah. and these false assumptions that, that I had made about people with disability. Um, yeah. And so that's, like, the overall biggest lesson on top of, like, you know, your... Wow, dude. That's a big fail. Hey, why don't you go ahead and take that call? Yeah, why don't you go ahead and take that yeah, call? Yeah, I'll go ahead and take that. You. Here, hold yeah. on. I'm going to step out of the room real quick. Uh, it's uh -huh. Papa Bear. It's Papa Rivera. Yeah, go ahead and shut that uh -huh. door behind you, yeah. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cool. Wow. We might have to look for a third. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're going to We're taking be applications for Brown, yeah. guys. Um, if you guys are uh, interested in uh, being on <clears throat> the podcast with the podcast three. Right. Um Andy just got fired. There's not inspired. much qualification. We just need your skin to be darker than ours. We're, and it's so. super strict here, as you can tell. So yeah. um, one one little mistake and you're you're gone. Right. You're out of here. <laughs> so <laughs> I just like I wanted to throw one thing into this because I know I've heard you talking about this like since you guys got back. And um, I, I just want to be clear, and I know you don't mean it this way, but like so so those that, that do um, and I don't know what the correct political term is, like if it, if it is just disability or, or if there's a, a different term now, but like people that, that have, um, that, that, that deal with disabilities do have special challenges, like specific challenges that we don't have, right? Sure. Like, so it's, it's definitely not like when, when we're saying that there, there's no difference, we're not, like they, they do have challenges that, we don't well, have yeah. a face, right? Yeah. Now we're all unique, and I and I get that. But like, so I just wanted to throw that out there because I feel like that there, there is like I think the distinction. What I'm hearing when you're saying that, at least if I'm understanding right, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's that like when you're looking at um, you're you're looking at it more from a perspective of we're all the same, like in God's eyes, we're all the same, um, yeah. like on a on a uh, salvation level and and on a sure. um, and on a human level, I mean, right? Like in terms of being uh, respected. Yeah. And, when and I say that, like, I mean, honestly, like going into this, I can't I can't really explain what I thought like yeah. going into this, but it was like different. As in, they're the same. They just have just different setbacks. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I even sing they and them and there sure. and like all of that stuff. But, <laughs> you know, being completely transparent, like I think a part of me, and this is like so sinful and, and I'm ashamed of this like mindset, but I just thought like I was going in to take care of literally just like 
the low, the yeah. low, the lowly. Right. Yeah. And it was not the case at which, all. Which, which, yeah. like by default, puts you up at a higher. Pedestal, right. right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I think yeah. that, I think that, um, not not purposefully, like it wasn't intentional, mm-hmm. but I think that there was like these people need me. Yeah. Is kind of what I was thinking, yeah. and yeah. and really, yeah, they need some assistance. As if we have something great to offer. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and it wasn't that, I mean, that wasn't the case at all. I right. mean, it's just completely humbled, um, the completely humbling experience. Right. Um, you know, and, and so like, these aren't the least of these, these are just right. God's children and they're yeah. beautiful, just like you and I are. And, right. you know, and so it's it, like looking at it from God's perspective or the best way that I can, you know, it sure. was like literally. And so like what Andy was saying, you know, going into this, I met my camper. His name is Adam. I love that he's he a St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. St. Louis ahead. native. Yeah. St. Louis native. Avid Kansas City Royals fan. Yep. Loves him. So all week, Pastor Scott. There you go, buddy. Um, Shout out. That's Shout a burn. Out. Shout out. Uh, and so, you know, you go into this. You're learning about like all of the things that you're going to be doing, um, assisted daily living wise. And then, we thought it was cool that it was a party when we arrived, but when the uh, campers arrived. It was the craziest experience ever. They had music going. They had tons of people. They're shouting. They're jumping. Like it's literally like roll out the red carpet. Here's the campers. Like yeah, these are the stars of our week, and uh, it was amazing. And the whole time, I really couldn't get into it because each camper, I'm like, I don't know what he looks like. I don't know what he looks like. Is yeah. that him? Is that him? Yeah. And I'm like waiting for them to call. You know, Adam from B5. Like right. the whole time, and it was just like, and when he finally arrived. <clears throat> funniest cat like in the whole world like as soon as he rolled out big big personality um and so you know we went back to to the cabin you know i helped him get his stuff uh set out we unpacked made his bed and just sat down and just immediately just hit it off and started talking um and it was like in that moment all anxiety all fear dissipated it was like god goes ricky here is my son take care of him for me yeah and it was like it's just so humbling and i'm like i'm crying like sitting there going <laughs> what is wrong with you how did you allow yourself to think so much more highly of yourself yeah, yeah. um dude i just remember so, getting there um when i got my camp my camper's name was joey and uh he comes in and he's all excited like i'm about I'm like i'm just like dang like this happiness is real we go back to the cabin and um he goes Hey, my name's Joey, the loaf baker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I already knew what he was getting at. Um, see, Joey uh, is renowned at the, uh, the the camp as being um, the loaf baker, only solely because he bakes loaves. And by loaves, I mean poop. And by bakery, I mean <laughs> yeah. So uh, we should have probably put a warning on this when we post this on iTunes. <laughs> there is uh, a lot of Andy and poop chat. We're probably going to talk a lot about poop. Poop, at least during the first <laughs> section of this podcast. So um, also, if you're eating, I would knock um, it off. I'd yeah. eat more. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's crazy just to see the experience from beginning to end. I just remember seeing uh, uh, Max Morgan. Shout out! Shout, shout out! out. Shout he uh, we were getting our stuff and we're going to. This is the first day. We're going to our cabins, and he goes, "Wait, guys, are we are, are we not gonna be in the same cabin?" Yeah. And then we're like, "I'm just like, I don't think so, Max." And he goes, <laughs> "Guys, wait, no, guys." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even for for us, like, I I would say that 
we're pretty outgoing. Yeah. Um, naturally, like we get along with people, we were able to talk to people, right. make friends, those types of things. But I still think that there was a huge part of me. Yeah, that, like my social good. anxiety was just yeah. like off the charts. Yeah. I was the only brown guy there, I think. No, there was another brown guy there. No, he was Asian. He was, but he was still dark. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't yellow. He was a tan Asian. That's true. Is this yeah. racist? I think Probably. I think it's racist if we didn't mention it. True. Yeah. So. Yes. Okay. Hashtag true. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably, uh, I've been talking to a few people. I'm still kind of processing all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think that uh, it had a life-changing impact on uh, Andy mm-hmm. and myself. Um, Okay. I know that for Max, like him getting to go down there and hang out and see like what his sister gets to do every year, had a profound impact on him. All of the the youth that went with us, uh, had a it it just had a huge impact on them. Uh, I think that God definitely used this time at Barnabas to uh, draw us near to Him, uh, humble us. Uh, I learned lessons in in patience, yeah, um, yeah. humility, yeah. Um, you know, and and really, you know, Max. Uh, I know we keep shouting, giving him a shout out, shout out. but like shout he, out. he said something that's really stuck with me, um, down at inspiration point where the cross was. And, uh, and it was that he had never felt closer to God in his yeah. whole life. Um, awesome. and that was, and, and I would agree with that. And Barnabas truly is the happiest place on earth. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and, uh, I can't wait to go back yeah. next year. I'm going to write a blog about it, I think. Uh, and we're, Andy and I are going to be working on the blog. The, the blog. Yeah, the blog. <laughs> and I'll, I'll share Rick, that. Ricky blogs. He blogs. He's a blogger. Um, okay. I'm squilliam. Yeah. I, I blog and I drink almond milk. Almond you guys are wondering. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, go ahead and, and let, let everyone know what you're drinking because I know we skipped that. Yes, today we're, uh, mm. we're as in me, I am drinking almond milk, uh, I'm not sure what brand because we shop at Aldi's now. Aldi's. So Aldi's. It's Aldi's brand almond milk. Um, I just want to say it's delicious, uh, and what Andy's drinking is disgusting. Uh, I had a leftover of Gatorade Frost, uh, which was mine yesterday, Ritz, which was Ricky's, and he said this tastes like medicine. Well, I uh, I differ, differ? but but. Okay. But He's trying to sound fancy. Mm. <laughs> Actually, uh, Ricky, it tastes pretty all right. <laughs> and Daniel looks like he is drinking. Uh, I am drinking, Ricky. I'm drinking a pure aqua spring water. It's uh, a great value. It's BPA free. Um, it says water is an essential part of life. Replenish mm. and hydrate your body. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, Daniel, zero, zero calories. Wow. Daniel's thing. cheap. If you didn't know this. Yeah. So uh, we don't yes. have any sponsors. So if any of almond milk, three, just all pure aqua, milk. Gatorade, but um, mostly almond milk. Can, can water all these H two O? Is that a thing? What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just for whatever reason I went through the scene of the water boy uh, when he was like, "Hey, Bobby, water sucks. <laughs> Gatorade is better. <laughs> no, water <laughs> sucks. It really, it really, really sucks." sucks. Anyways, Don't you ever so, say that? okay, so I wanted to kind of make this like make this really really smooth transition. So, my <laughs> question for you guys is, since we're going to kind of be talking about worship today, yeah. how how did Camp Barnabas, um, how did that like affect how you view worship? Oh man, you want me to go? 
Yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> so, worship, um, I think there's there's a lot of misunderstanding of what worship is. I think worship is attributed to a style of music. While there is a style of music uh, that, is, that is labeled as or categorized as worship, but worship is is a lifestyle. Um, and it's something that, I mean, really, like God, through the process of progressive sanctification, is continuously uh, molding my heart, reshaping me into uh, Christ-likeness. Um, and so in order for for me to, I'm not, I don't want to say attain or achieve that or be successful in that because every day, like, I fall short. Mm. But for me, like, it's an intentional lifestyle and mm. in that everything that I do, I do the best that I can to look at through the, through the lens of a sovereign God, through yeah. the lens of, you know, Jesus glasses, if you will, you know. And so, you know, going down there, I was almost forced into uh, submissiveness, um, which is an act of worship, and that, like, you literally rely upon God um, in everything. You know, it's like once, at Barnabas, like, once everything, once all the anxiety went away, because it's challenge week, it's so physically taxing that you're literally, like, going, God, please give me the strength Mm -hmm. to get down on my knees one more time and put his braces on and tie his shoes. And I've got, you know, bruises on my knees still. Um, You know, my back is sore from walking up and down hills. I literally walked through a pair of shoes, walked the sole off of my right shoe um, (laughs) and had to duct tape it back on. Ricky wore Um, flats. I kind of did, yeah. (laughs) Not like girl flats, but they were not good shoes. And so, (laughs) but... You know, for it's like I said, like God has con- just been constantly reworking that. So it's like it's everything. Mm-hmm. You know, if um, worship can be r- this right here, like you know, we kind of went through a prayer before we went into this. This is an act of worship. Yeah. Um, glorify God in all that you do. You know, First Corinthians yeah. uh, ten thirty one, I think, or ten thirteen. Uh, look in your Bibles. Look in your Bibles. Yeah. There's a verse in there. <laughs> it's in there. There's a Bible verse for that. It's there. Seth Mason. <laughs> he was he was famous for that. But there really is a Bible verse for that. You know, and so it's like for me, like that's worship. Whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Yeah. Um, and so that's everything from, you know, praise God for almond milk. Mm. Um, you know, recognizing that all is gift, all it's all from him. Um, and so that's in times of that challenge, yeah. which was challenge week at Barnabas, yeah. and that's through through the good times as well. And I think that through almost being forced into submit submissiveness and like reliability upon God, yeah. it just it made me stronger in that, and right. it made me appreciate coming back home and realizing all the gifts that God has has given me, yeah. and and give thanks and then persevere when it's tough. You guys leaving? All right. Love you, man. Bye. Bye, Finny. Autumn's leaving. Bye, Autumn. The room. The yeah. building. Bye, Finn. See Bye, you guys. Finn. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> so, so <clears throat> I, I, really quick, I just so I, what I'm hearing is, like, part of this trip, um, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but part of this trip showed you that worship is servanthood. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, that's that's a huge part of it. Yeah. The, the, like, and, and, and also, in, in a sense, like, whether through joy or through suffering, we worship. Yeah, yeah. right. We yeah, we for choose sure. to do that, 
in, in that verse, you know, every good gift um, that's given or whatever comes from the Father of Lights, yeah. right? Yeah. That, that recognizing that, that this trip really helped kind of bring that out to you. Yeah, yeah. for sure, definitely. I know, just to touch on it real quick, I know coming back into this, like, it was crazy to know that you went there and um, you're serving just to, it's not that you're serving to gain anything, it's just yeah. the fact of the matter is there are needs that need to be met mm-hmm. and you are the servant, you are there doing it because, quite frankly, no one else can. So you're doing it, you're doing it, and um, when you come back home, and for me, like, I know um, I, I talk with Ricky every now and then, I literally wake up in the middle of the night ready to just, like, <laughs> move yeah. a camper that's not even at my house. Yeah. I remember pushing my wife over and just going, I got you, buddy, and, like, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is crazy, because it's, it's still happening. I'm you still, home, I'm yeah. still, yeah, I brought it home and everything. So for me, like, what worship means to me, like, coming back in this is just that, you know what, I'm getting ready to have a kid. Um, and, um, you know, I still have a marriage, um, that God has blessed me with. And so like what that looks like coming back is just that, you know what, like things, whether they suck or they don't suck, um, they just gotta be done. Like, especially coming from a husband standpoint, um, and laboring, um, um, it is just good to be doing them, not for any credit or anything like that. As a husband, we just have to take care of our wives. Um, like uh, we have to love our wives like Christ loved the church. And so, what that looks like is just doing the things we need to do. And that really spoke to my heart and really humbled me. Instead of just like really feeling whether I'm worn out or tired from what happened that day, it's just you know what. At the end of the day, things still need to get done. Yeah. I remember we came home from camp. And our two dogs, um, who are beasts of dogs, they tore up um, some trim in our house and uh, dug through some drywall. And I just looked at it. And I'm sure if this was a week before, I would have, like, grabbed the shotgun and then, like, ate them, like, <laughs> later on that night. Yeah. But straight up looked at it. I was like, all right. I'm not going to gripe about it. I just got to fix it. Like, that's that's all there is to it. And uh, went ahead and did all that stuff. And it's just like these things, we, we are meant to do what right. God has called us to do, be, be servants, be put others before ourselves and do things just because we have to do them. Well, and it sounds like, like look at the ministry in the life mm-hmm. of Jesus and look at, like, I, I've been reading through the Gospels recently. And so as you're saying this, mm-hmm. like, I keep, these images or you know what I form as images from reading the Gospels keep coming into my head of like Jesus walking along and then all the you know disciples are very realistically but they're just like we're hungry we're tired and and Jesus sees another need and instead of satisfying a personal need or comfort he just continues he's like you're saying like he sees things that need to get done and he does them but never once does Jesus do them without a sense of worship and praise to the Father, right? And so kind of this idea of being able to set aside, like really, I mean, it's it's the gospel, but it's setting aside yourself um, Mm -hmm. and and laying your life down uh, for for others and following the commandments that Jesus has given us. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. I'm reading through, I just started a new uh, Bible plan. It's like, you know, read the Bible in a year. It's like all of them are different. Mm -hmm. All of them, like, you're reading this book while you're reading this book. Yeah, Joel's team read through. No. (laughs) Just the Bible. (laughs) Um, But you guys know? (laughs) No, not at all. Um, And so, but I'm reading through Genesis and Job. 
um, yeah. together. Yeah. And for me, that's like really interesting. Uh, I started this yesterday. I read through the first two top chapters of Genesis. I read through the first two chapters of Job. Mm-hmm. Um, both, I mean, both books I've read through um, numerous times. But it's interesting to read them um, together because it's almost like as if, you know, Adam, the first son of God, Mm -hmm. um, so quickly, um, strays and succumbs to like a a sinful, uh, lifestyle. And then you get to Job and Job like perseveres through like the whole time. Um, both like sons of God, both almost in a way, like similar stories in that like Job had an abundant life. He had mm-hmm. so many gifts from God, and God had blessed him. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily because of his faithfulness, but Job was a faithful guy, um, and 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 God knew that through uh, temptation and through suffering, uh, Job would continue to worship God through that, right? Yeah. And his sovereignty, he knew that. And so it, it's just interesting reading the two stories, and then you get to the Gospels, and then you get to Jesus, the Son of God, who also persevered through all the way through um, in that. And for me, like, that is just like the perfect uh, depiction of, of worship as a lifestyle. Is that like, life is hard, but God is still good through all of that. Um, yeah. And I think that coming back from Barnabas and then just, you know, coming back, like Andy's saying, being a husband... Uh, being a dad, being uh, a co-worker, you know, uh, a youth pastor and, you know, a sound, whatever it is. Um, and just seeing that in all of that, you can always see God's goodness even when things are, are hard. Um, and worship, for me, is just perseverance, perseverance you know. And um, I admire guys like Job, yeah, but I sure. also can empathize with guys like Adam and sure. go, I know what it's like to succumb to the fall um, because I do it daily. Right. You know, I'm sinful, but right. it's like... Well, and with that, so then there's this idea, um, so like kind of in preparing to talk about worship, there's a book. So I was just going to reference a couple books here that are on worship, but one of them's called Unceasing Worship, and it's by Harold Best. Um, and I've only read like the first chapter, a couple chapters of this book, but he really kind of puts forth this idea that... Um, the Father, like God, um, He continually gives. He continually like pours out of Him like life and goodness, and um, and then us as as those that receive, we continually um, we continually take, but we also continually like worship. We continually we're continual worshipers. Yeah. Um, and so with that though, with the fall of man comes the the problem that we then now continually worship something and if god isn't in place of that that object of worship then it's going to be something else yeah and then you now have idolatry right 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 pokemon go so like andy has been (laughs) (laughs) worshiping put your phone away I've been almost dying on the road catching rattatas, weedles, and I almost caught a cadaver today, but that's, uh, I don't like to talk about it because he ran away. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that's true. That's true. That's it. You don't just stay off your phone, stay off Pokemon Go when you're driving. Yes. Or unless it's really important. 
Right. No, no. <laughs> Unless it's like a Mew or like you yeah. Know, or I almost need to put a rating on this podcast right here. <laughs> so I saw Swaying kids that text and drive. Yeah, yeah don't Pokemon and don't. Drive. Yeah, don't Pokemon, don't Pokemon go and drive, but unless yeah. it's necessary. Um, <laughs> so I saw this meme uh, last night. Whatever. I just still can't believe how much this has blown up, like super quick. Pokemon like, Go. Pokemon yeah, Go. Yeah. Just to touch on it real quick. I saw a meme, and all it said was, um, um, has Pokemon Go, walks into Area 51, and then the security guard says, what are you doing? You can't be here. We're like, whatever, man. I'm trying to capture Mewtwo or something like that. So it's like, I'm going to die at the risk of doing it. But, I mean, hey, if they die and they catch a Mewtwo, all power I'm, to them. If honestly, you want to talk, go ahead. This is kind of morbid, but I, I'm seriously, in the past couple of days, I, I'm like waiting where the first news article where it literally About someone does say dies, yeah. somebody dies playing yeah. Pokemon Go. Right? I think like, it happened. How sad would that be? But it, you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, somebody's just like, I don't know, like, oh, I've got to run across the street. I imagine try to there's go catch already this. been car crashes from this game. Probably. All right. So you want to talk memes in Pokemon Go. Did you see the one <laughs> that Evan Klein tagged us in earlier? Uh-uh. Yes. Shout out. Shout, Shout out. out. Evan. He's like our number one like avid listener. So it says this. He's our only listener. True. It's got Kermit the Frog drinking Lipton tea. Oh, yeah. Right? But it says Pokemon says to go and everyone's in 30 billion neighborhoods. Jesus says to go and you're stuck on the couch. Yep. Ooh. Yep. I literally yes. went. Uh, I went for a three miler last night. Uh, just out, out from the house, and I'm, I'm running down uh, down Central Avenue, and I come across this um, car dealership, and uh, I think it's like a collision repla- repair place as well. Run past it, I see these two guys, probably in their younger twenties, <laughs> and one has like this chain. He's like wearing um, gothic clothes and everything like that, and it's hot out this night. And it's funny, as funny as Pokemon Go is, it's funny to see like how people interact just because of one thing. I'm running by, and I see him, like, on his phone, like, making the motion like he's capturing someone with a Pokeball. And I'm like, I, I yell over him, like, Pokemon? And he goes, yep. And I just throw the okay sign him, and he just starts laughing. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just crazy how, like, from our age, even older and to younger. Dude, like, you've got, like, this. everybody that, that's old enough to have a smartphone now yeah. to 40. Yep. Like that's like the 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 range of yeah of ages. By the way, choose Team Red. Team Red. Team Red. All team right. Red. The I pod- don't know if I've leveled up enough. To the get podcast team. endorses Team Red. Anyways, to get off our Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to what uh, Daniel was was speaking of. Really. Team Red. Team Red. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were speaking about now. <laughs> well, we weren't speaking in tongues. That's for sure. We don't speak in tongues on this podcast. That's that's a fact. Just Unless the Lord, you know, decided to make right. it happen. Sure, you know, and that's sure. that's a whole different subject we could touch on. Right. Yep. You just don't learn it. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people do that. And it's, it's weird funny. how it was the Holy Spirit descended yeah. upon them, <laughs> and then they started speaking in tongues. Yeah, we'll be touching on a lot of but, stuff that people think is accurate. Now, hold on, because Jesus hung out with them for 40 days after he resurrected, Oh, that's right? true. So maybe in that 40 days, yeah. he just taught them how to speak tongues. That's true. He was like, he had a class, Tongues 101. Mm-hmm. I bet Joel Osteen has a commentary that's on true, that. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Already, <laughs> so so we'll be we'll be touching more on worship and, and our lifestyle and everything and, and kind of I know Daniel's really touched on it for us and what it meant for us coming back from Camp Barnabas but for I guess the question to you Daniel is so 
lifestyle. Come staying here, like <laughs> staying here. You didn't come with us in the ministry. You were a loner. I didn't go. <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, how how is worship in your everyday life today? Yesterday was what do you want it to be um, in the future? Yeah, man. I mean, that's a huge question. I think like the big thing, like the first thing that comes to mind is. Um, the verse that Ricky was hitting on earlier, and it's just basically in all that you 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 do, um, you know whether it's eating or drinking or or speaking or anything. I mean, however small or however large. Um, what I'm finding lately is that in all of those things, if I if I have my eyes to the cross, if I'm looking at. Christ, and I'm looking at his life and his death and his resurrection, and I'm looking at the gospel, and I'm and I'm renewing my mind in that daily. Um, then, then it's going to follow. I'm still going to fall short, but it's going to follow that I will then place myself in a better position um, with the aid of the Holy Spirit, really, to be able to worship God in all that I do. Um, and I'm finding that lately, and so. It's a constant reminder. I mean, it's it's you talk about daily, but it's I mean, it's every minute for me. There, I mean, and I think for all of us, there's distractions all around constantly, um, and so it's this idea of whether it's in in servanthood or it's in just a moment of relaxing or it's it's you know um, whatever. Like, am I am I looking to the cross? Am I thinking about the gospel? Am I taking um, the uh, the great commission into mind mm -hmm. and am I seeking to to live for God? Yeah, um, and that's that's what I'm trying to do, um, but obviously failing at it all the time. Yeah, but, sure. um, it's always it's always um, one of the most humbling things that can happen in your life is fail because and and actually um, accepting that, but turning around and mm -hmm. um, you know not just accepting it and letting it be, but you you go to the Father. Um, through Jesus and you just the biggest thing is that if we don't repent and we don't do things that are for him for his will then we're just um, you know what are we doing you sure. know it's just like oh, okay sure I failed I could fail a lot more and it'll be fine right no that's like that's not the thing right we, we progress in, in a fashion that is right. fitting for God's will and everything and, and I know that that's um uh, to, to look ahead in the future and what that looks like for worship um, yeah. in our everyday life. That is something um, that uh, I know each and every one of us aspire to do um, because, quite frankly, we fail every single day Sure, um, at it, whether that's marriage, um, our walk with Christ, or just the relationships we have. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, um, it's tough sometimes. It is. But it's not impossible. And that's, that's the thing um, we, we tend to beat ourselves up about. I think I'm speaking for myself more than anything else. No, sure. Yeah. 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 No, I, yeah. I, I hear you. I think that, um, you know, just areas that I can improve in is like, I mean, there's tons of them, but I think one of the biggest things that, that I struggle with, um, you know, almost daily is just um, <clears throat> thinking, just going back to whole camp, like thinking that I have it figured out oh, because... Sure someone else's uh, yep. struggle or pitfall is different than mine. Right. And it's like that might not necessarily be an area uh, that I struggle in, um, you know, and, and my natural inclination is to kind of look down on someone or judge them mm -hmm. 
um, instead of like using it as a moment to uh, be a light or be an example, you know, um, we're all image bearers of Christ. And so it's like, um, so often I um, will kind of look down my nose at someone's behavior or something that might offend me or even cross me in a way. Um, Instead of uh, using that as like a moment to worship God and, and, and pray to God. So you're mm-hmm. worshiping God through prayer and asking him, how can I be a light here? How can I be an example? Um, and too many times I just want to turn away from it mm-hmm. and then, you know, hold a grudge and be angry yep. or those types of things. Yeah, I know there's times where like someone comes up to you and they ask questions and stuff like, or not even ask questions. They talk about how like God has like impacted their lives. And like, I know for me, like I sit there sometimes and just like, I'm like in my mind, I'm like nitpicking what they're saying. I'm like, inside like my heart's getting puffed up a little bit like mm-hmm. I should be like well what you should probably say this instead of that because this is what it really means and then I'm just like well I'll back up a little bit look yeah. what God's doing in their life I think you're still still just going through the uh the renewed uh mm-hmm. reformed phase oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so this should probably Romans be... 8 right now <laughs> yeah. this, this should probably be made known like we we have uh, a uh, reformed, um, how many point Calvinists in here? Uh, it's a three and a half to four, probably. Three and a half yeah. to four. And yeah. Andy, Andy, do you, do you know at, at what point? You, uh, not at what point, because I know Rick and I have talked about this. Uh-huh. Like He's like, this, this and that point, that uh-huh. point, and everything like that. <laughs> but I know like a few months ago, like, uh, like I switched more on the... <laughs> yeah. My... I'm more reformed now than, than ever, so uh, this is crazy. And I think that would be a great topic for a later <laughs> yeah, podcast. For like, sure. We could, where we, could, we could run you through the acronym of TULIP and, and the other acronyms that are out there and kind of talk about, um, you know, uh, Triple E actually did, he did a really awesome, like, quick interview on how he, like, discovered he was reformed. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, it was, it was really cool. Um, to kind of to kind of hear that, and I think that would be a really cool topic of discussion. Sure. Um, but on that, while we're kind of talking about that, uh, I have a good friend named Jack Hager. A lot of people mm-hmm. in the church know who he is, um, and I love what he says because there there is this idea that like uh, reformers tend to be know it alls, um, right. and there's actually a lot of hilarious memes out there of like uh, newly converted reformed. Uh, yeah believers uh that are just really funny and it's like it's a lot to it's a lot to tackle there's a lot of deep theology like theological ideals and stuff like that but jack Hager always says i'm reformed with a lowercase r and uh i would say that as well um i had a i had a so oh shout out to jack shout Hager. Out. Shout, shout out, out. Um, i had a good i had a talk with a good friend of mine nick pierce of grace evangelical who shout out Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to figure out a, w- a different way to do this. We're going to have to get like a, a bell or something. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I talked to him um, and another guy named AJ Gosley. Oh, Shout, Shout out. Shout out. Uh, about, you know, just like the, the idea of the, Ar- the Arminianist and, and, and the Calvinist. Arminianist. 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 And the Calvinist. And so I love, I love what Jack says. For me, uh, I think that uh, well, whether you're reformed or you're not, like that's not the that's not sure. like oh you're not reformed you're sure. not getting into the kingdom of heaven. Sure. But my my take is is I'm fully prepared that if I get to the pearly gates and 
God's like, yeah, that's not really what I'm. I'm okay if I'm wrong. I right. guess you know what I mean. So I would say I'm you should be okay. Right. <laughs> well, as far as as far as you know, who chose who first type right. of thing. All I know is that um, it's my belief that I did nothing yeah. to attain my salvation. That well, and like, I was dead, and God saved Jesus saved me. So. And I know, like we are, like we, we will save this for another because this this could like be we'll it. save this for another time, but we're gonna touch on it. Yeah, but we're gonna continue. <laughs> to be a huge rabbit trail. So, but, but no, I mean, like, our theology comes into our worship too. It sure, does, you know. yeah. sure. And I I think, like the the big thing with this is that, the the danger and kind of what you're hitting on, with like the little R and when I say I'm reformed is that that should never be our identity. And the problem is, yeah. is too often kind of with the puffing up of yep. the chest and in the feel like I've filled my mind with the knowledge and mm-hmm. I, I now get it. I, I get this on. better. The problem is, is we take that and then we become prideful with that. And, yeah. uh, the fact that maybe I say, Oh, I'm reformed. Um, that, that now, if anyone uh, is outside of that, if anyone disagrees with that, then that now becomes the thing that I'm focused on. And again, no longer is the cross or, or, yeah, <laughs> Christ, the the, the focus, yeah. um, and I think that, that that there's a lot of issues with that. Um, I think yeah. at the end of the day, uh, it can become a form of idolatry. It's like what we were talking it about can. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it really can. But uh, another shout out to um, a really good uh, buddy of mine, Russell Savage. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Um, he, I was talking with him uh, the last couple weeks, and we were talking a lot about um, the original manuscripts. Uh, for for uh, the scriptures and um, we, for whatever reason the topic of election got brought up and he basically said that um, <laughs> yeah. right but but he basically said that one of the problems in um, transitioning or, or not transitioning but ta- uh, what's the word translating translating, translating the the original texts uh, in Greek and Hebrew um, over to um, English is that what what has happened unfortunately is that sometimes um, he was basically proposing that the original texts um, on election actually don't focus so much on election and and that that's not the focus of the the, the sentence or, mm-hmm. or the, the whatever mm-hmm. like and so then when we when we translate it over, we have then taken that and we, we've blown that up more than, yeah. than what it originally was intended to be, mm-hmm. um, which then causes all of these wars through, you know, biblical scholars that yeah. then it's, you know, how do you, what's, what's your stance on election? And that does have a big part to play in, you know, are you reformed or not? And, mm-hmm. and are you an Arminian in this, mm-hmm. right? The Arminian in this. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I would like to kind of talk to him a little bit more about that. I'm yeah. just interested in like what resources. He'd actually be great to have on here. Yeah, no, seriously. Well, maybe when we get to the reformed uh, topic in the future, mm-hmm. uh, we can have intense, Russell intense come day. on. Yeah, that would be would be interesting. Fire and yeah. brimstone yeah. in your face. Yeah, yeah, in Ricky's kitchen. Yeah, that's where we're yeah. at, by the way. Yeah. We're recording the podcast today at mm-hmm. Autumn and I's new um, apartment. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. It looks great. Lots it's so of comfy. They're white. Uh, well, that. it's kind of an off-white. It's more like eggshell. 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 Yeah. Now, I found out there are no po- Pokemon in his apartment, so... That is not true. <laughs> well, that's debatable. 
Dude, I caught a ratatatatouille. <laughs> ratatatatouille. Uh, he caught a Mickey Mouse earlier. That's what he said. <laughs> right here on this table. Thank you very much. Actually, I think on this counter. He caught and a I Digimon. Caught something in the he caught a, a Digimon. Did you catch a Digimon? Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Digimon. <laughs> Wait, seriously, is there a difference? <clears throat> no. <clears throat> what? Um, so, anyways. Um, and so kind of, I don't know, going back to... Uh, Worship as a lifestyle. Um, I think tying it, tying it into uh, camp, my camp experience for me in closing is that uh, every single time um, I'm at home and uh, I wipe my own butt, mm. I give um, a shout out to the Lord. I praise the Lord Shut in that up, moment. Gosh. And I go... Seriously, I'm like it's like the little things. I have really nothing is. like no, there is no affliction like in this in this life. I'm not saying that uh, you know that you know the, the craziest part about this, dude. I started crying. I started playing "We Are the World" at lunch one day. We and, are the world. You know, and it's like just to see like all of the little things that I complain about, and it's like all of the campers like with these setbacks that, that I don't have, the things that I don't have to, you know, like my, my struggles, my afflictions are, are different. I still have them, but like just to see them like not caring, you know, um, and just literally like worshiping God with all of their hearts. Um, for me, like, I'm like, you are so selfish and what is your, like, what is your problem? Um, you know, and to come back, and go, I need to be more worshipful. It's yeah. like, if I, if the milk expires, I complain, you know, if, um, it's, I, I've told this story, um, and, and this is, this is kind of, it's kind of a funny story now, but, um, right before I left for camp, Autumn and I moved to this apartment, mm-hmm. and, uh, we kind of sort of got into an argument about her not changing the cat litter box, and so it's like, it's always <laughs> kind of been, like her thing, like I do the trash, she does the cat litter box, yeah. right? And and I would just complain to her about like, are you gonna change the cat litter box? Yeah. Like it's starting yeah. to smell and like you know, it's like there's poop in it. We told right. we told you guys we'd be talking. We've been talking a lot cat, about poop. Ricky's cat. If you guys don't know, what's his real name? Her, her real Sylvie. name? Sylvie. Sylvie. Uh, she also goes by a nickname Anime because yep. she has the world's shortest legs and she looks like she's from an anime. Big eyes. <laughs> Big eyes. Yeah. It's yeah. Completely weird. So anyway. So anime. So. We get into an argument about cleaning out anime's uh, cat box <laughs> right before right before I leave for camp, um, and so going back to the whole poop thing, literally it was like uh, the first time I I wiped another grown man's butt. Dude, it's intense, man. The thing though is like God didn't audibly speak to me, but there was like a moment where God goes, "Hey." But the cat box isn't so bad now, yeah. is it? And like I was like, like it just hit me, and I was like, man, like, yeah, wow. And yeah. so I that I carried that with me the whole rest of the week, and like, come home, and I'm just like, dude, yeah. like, be a servant. Like, yep. Stop yeah. complaining. These stop nothing, yeah. arguing with your wife over these yeah. like little uh, little things. And so, like, kind of looking, it's kind of funny looking at it. It's like, I got into an argument over something so small compared to what I had to do all small week. Small poop, right? Yes, literally, anime has anime small poops. Small poops. 
compared to a 28-year-old man. That's a fact. Physically, so. it's, it's <laughs> right. It's accurate. So. No, uh, for me, um, it's crazy kind of, um, um, like Ricky was saying in, in closing, just to see how the how mission... Is it? <laughs> it's just... I don't know if, how many times I've said crazy, but it's crazy. You only um, said it once. Oh, did I? Oh, well, that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so crazy. Um, crazy. My camper was... Uh, so he had a, uh, a wheelchair with him. Obviously, most of the campers did. But um, he was completely dependent. And so that meant, you know, every, everything from feeding to changing to lifting in the bed. And um, we had these times um, throughout the throughout camp where we went to the swimming pool. Oh, man, and, so much uh, fun. You, just, you know, you get him ready, you put a life jacket on him, then you put him in the pool. And all my camper, Joey, says is, I want to walk. And I was like... Yes, let's do this. Mm-hmm. So I grab, I'm on his side, I grab his uh, knees, I push him down, then I lift him up from the back, and then we're, we're, I am holding him in front of me, and he's walking. This is the only time he gets to walk in his entire life. Yeah. And I go, Joey, you're doing this, this is crazy, this is awesome. He's just laughing, he's just like, I'm walking. Yeah. He wants to impress this girl who, who's in her cabin yeah. the whole time. He called her, uh, shout out to Chloe Palmer. Shout so, out, shout, shout out. out. And uh, he called her vanilla pudding. I think because she's <laughs> white. <laughs> so did he get that from you? No, no, Is straight he... from her. No, oh, straight from him himself. Yeah, he's all thoughts, bro. Wow, that's and, awesome, uh, dude. You guys were meant to be just straight up. And uh, so it was crazy. And I go, I, I kind of talked to him like, dude. So do you get to do this at home? And he goes, no, not at all. <clears throat> yeah. So this is really his only time he gets to, not only like, being in the swimming pool is one thing. But walking, yeah. this yeah. is the only time he ever gets to walk in his entire life. Um, once a year, these campers, when they leave, they literally set a physical clock for 364 days. So they come back. Mm-hmm. Um, they're excited for it. And it's crazy to see how Joey, this one... Essentially, we, we are the same age. Joey and I are 26. And it's crazy to see the differences. But really, just I learned so much from him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, what it really means to just um, look forward to the blessings that God has given you. Yeah. And this whole entire time, like, after we come back home, um, Elena's rummaging. We're cleaning it out. Uh, we're cleaning up the house, and I'm getting my bag ready for, like, work and stuff. And she pulls out a little card that we get from the, the cabin staff that's, that pretty much says um, what's going on with the camper, like, the, mm-hmm. the disabilities, this and that, what, uh, how old they are and stuff. And Elena goes, uh, your camper was blind? And I go, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Andy doesn't know how to read. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, he was blind. I was like, get out of here. I'm like, you're joking. So she shows, shows me the card. I'm like, that makes a lot of sense now. Because he was always asking, where's vanilla pudding? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Joey, like, you dog, you. But it's, it's so funny because you look past all these things. And uh, it's just funny what a card may say, but what God puts, uh, the life that God puts in a human being, it's just fascinating to see. Because yeah. sight is nothing compared to what God has given us on the inside. And it's, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's beautiful. But also hear from that too, just like worship as a sense of thankfulness. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. man, what, like, what a gift that you guys especially like and even just imparting it on other people and not being able to talk about your experience but like yeah. what a gift that is to be able to man like going like on missions trips and stuff like is 
like, I always look at, I went to Haiti, like, for a week, and, and I look at that as, like, that trip, honestly, at the end of the day, was more for me than it was for the people that, mm-hmm. like, I went to with the intent to serve, yeah. right, and it's, like, yeah. but, like, I had I, another friend of mine tell me that yeah. just the other day, that's yeah. crazy, yeah. yeah, but it's, it's just, at the end of the day, though, like, what I can take away from that is the fact that I, I now will forever know, mm-hmm. um, like, I become blind to it all the time, um, but when I, when I, when I am re- reminded of that, to know just how much I have, yeah. um, and it's ridiculous, I mean, you know, all three of us sitting around this table have so much, and, like, just like you are saying, the, the litter box, like, that is such a small, little, yeah. insignificant problem, but yeah. we let that become yeah. this thing that gets in the way of relationship, yeah. and it gets in the way of worshiping, and being thankful, and rejoicing, and having a glad heart, yeah. um, for the Father, and, Man, what a good reminder of that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, in closing and kind of tying all this together, um, something that I would say: uh, the biggest act of worship that you can do, and that I think that all of us would agree that you should be doing, if nothing else, is communicating with God daily. Yeah. yeah. Um, God wrote a book, and He's He's gifted it to us. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, I truly believe it has a supernatural, like, uh, power to it, you know. Um, I know that in times whenever I uh, lose my routine, you know, and having a, an almost six-month-old kid, mm-hmm. I was telling Daniel earlier, like, I sat down to, to read this morning and little Finn just wasn't having it you know and so it's like uh, I'm looking forward to fitting that in there this today because I would love to sit down with God and I would love to hear what he has to say Um, and it's like if you want something that spurs you on um, more than missions trips more than conversations with with Christian brothers and sisters it's a conversation with God and he speaks to you through prayer um, and we speak to him through prayer and he speaks to us through his word and so Um, if you want like the best advice that I think that any of us can give you is just spend time with God daily um, through prayer and through uh, his word because that that will that will help you to like tackle those mountains Um, at least we think they're mountains yeah Yeah. they're not Calvary Hill that's for sure (laughs) Um, and so um, real quick we kind of talked about throwing out some podcasts that we listened to today. Right. You guys want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So we'll transition to that before we close out. But we've kind of got some uh, some just different podcasts that we're listening to that we would uh, recommend that you guys go check out too. If you like our podcast, um, these are all podcasts that these podcast ease uh, listen to uh, weekly almost. So, Daniel, you want yeah. to Yeah, so we've got uh, Doxology and Theology mm. uh, podcast. Um, excellent. Like, just found out about that one, but... Um, it's really good. A lot of big names um, speaking on different aspects of worship, so uh, it's it's an excellent podcast. Uh, the Worship Lab podcast is great. It's it's a lot of it specifically, um, I think, like crafted towards uh, being like focused on like worship leaders. But at the same time, there's a lot of um, really good stuff there for other people that are serving in ministry roles in the church. Um, so for uh, uh, for sound and uh, and video. Um, teams and for uh, pastors and, and there, there's a lot of good stuff in that. Um, Ask Pastor John is one that Ricky brought up today. Just great. Uh, it's it's literally what I don't know what is. It's I mean it's like 
if you're looking for something that's quick, like mm-hmm. uh, in the car, like you've got a short commute or whatever, or uh, you're on your lunch break, mm-hmm. it's it's through Desiring God, which is uh, yeah. Pastor John Piper from Bethlehem, Bethlehem Baptist Church. Well, he's not technically there anymore. He's technically retired, but um, John Piper is just uh, so insightful. Um, he's awesome. Yeah, dedicated his life to the ministry of Christ, um, and so uh, he just tackles it questions you know like literally like people will send uh in questions about marriage about homosexuality about drugs and alcohol um about worship as a lifestyle and uh pastor piper will go through and uh will list uh just kind of answer it and yeah. it's very uh rooted in the gospel and scripture um and so i would definitely uh check that one out then we've got the church leaders podcast here. I don't know if you want to. That's, I mean, that's literally what it sounds yeah. like. It's, uh, <laughs> it is where you go. That's uh, easy. Yeah. If you serve, if you serve in church, like you don't have to be on staff at a church. And that's what I love about this podcast is I've listened to a bunch where it's, um, it's even from people who serve as volunteers yeah. and have oversight of different, uh, ministries. Um, and, uh, everything from youth ministry to, uh, worship, ministry the music on sunday mornings the av stuff the kids ministry um like literally uh if you a women's ministry or um i think i listened to a podcast about a skate ministry one time on there that was really cool um it's just it's a really it's a really good podcast to listen to if you're in church leadership um in some capacity uh and i would highly recommend it the last one that we have here um Adam Skinner, shout out. Shout out. We'll be super stoked to hear this. Uh, so we, every Thursday, we've kind of taken a break because Pastor Scott's been gone, but we've kind of taken a break from, or we've been doing uh, Wayne Grudem Systematic Theology uh, every Amazing. Thursday. Amazing. Um, but we, we titled it Scott, Scott Hawkins, Hawkins Bible Scott College. Hawkins. Yeah. yeah, Scott Hawkins Bible College. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Uh, and so, but the podcast, for whatever reason, we're taking off with iTunes, um, and we just discovered today that they're actually back on there, and so I'm super stoked about that. Nice, because it's just more convenient for me to listen in the car if I just pull up my um, podcast app through iTunes. So that's pretty awesome. Um, there's one more podcast that I kind of want to mention. Mention it. I'm hesitant it. to listen to mention it. Do it. The podcast isn't for everybody. I will I will wholeheartedly I say that right now. Through. Um, but I, I've listened to it a ton. Um, if you're easily offended, I, I don't know that I would necessarily listen to it. But actually, there's two. There's the Bad Christian pod- yeah. Podcast, which are the dudes from Emory. Straight up. Um, they have a, a great podcast where they talk about tons of stuff. Um, and they have tons of people come on and, and interview. So it's like yep. if there's someone that you specifically follow within the Christian music industry yep. or a certain uh, pastor or whatever... Uh, check that one out and then another one which I think probably caters more towards our theology um, is the Reformed Pubcast um, and that's one as well if, if you've kind of got reservations when it comes to the idea of alcohol and stuff like that we don't I wouldn't rec- recommend it for you but um, if you're into Reformed Theology these guys talk about a lot of stuff like the Doctrine yeah. of Election and stuff we talked about that earlier there's a lot of good stuff out of those so yeah all of these are good podcasts we highly recommend you check them out so um, we just want to thank you guys so much, um, and we're really worshiping God through uh, praise and thankfulness uh, that we're able to get together and do this, um, for sure. and we look yeah, forward for sure. to uh, getting something out there for you guys. Uh, 
next week. Is there anything else you may like to add before we send off? Um, choose Team Red, and uh, we'll be we'll be good. Yep. Be careful out there on Pokemon Go. Yeah, this just did. Pokemon Go. <laughs> What's our send off? I already forgot it. Oh yeah. Like one, two, three, shoot. Yeah. Ready? Oh, we're doing that again. Yeah, we have to. Dude. Oh, we have to. Okay. One, two, two three, three, shoot. shoot.